so much has changed. Yeah. I don't drink anymore, <laughs> thanks to your show. <laughs> oh, okay. Like a media review, like I will literally never drink again, camera. <laughs> yeah. Oh my oh, god, I'm putting that. it on our website. I'm doing it. Yes. Please, please give my full permission. Once and movie, Welcome to the Amazon Podcast. This is a podcast where we bring people on the show and we get them really drunk and I tell them about a movie that I've never seen before. I'm Alanka Zach. And I'm Will. I kind of want us to start doing accents. Is that something you feel like we could maybe do? Uh, what kind of accent? I, I really can't do, do accents. Do you have I'm any like in your bucket? None? My bucket accents. I mean... I like doing like the whole fuck, bud. Uh, oh, yeah, Canadian. get a fucking two by four down in there and uh, you drink some beer, eh, bud? Like, you're also not very good at that. You're, I don't think you're very much. You're, you're from there. It's <laughs> I am from there. I am from there. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess there's a French Canadian, eh? They're from there, eh? Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know if you're doing this too. well or not. <laughs> I also don't want to do accents. Actually, I've changed my mind because I'm quite insecure about them. I Can just, you do a Czech accent? Can you do it? Oh my god, no! Every time I try to do my dad, it's just like, oh, you know what? I actually did a really good impersonation of my dad today. I sat in his chair on the computer. I put on his glasses, and my mom and brother were rolling on the floor laughing. But I can't. It's very visual. I'm sorry. <laughs> Great. That that's the perfect perfect thing so. we need for this. Well, you know, I'm pretty sure our next guests can actually do some accents and impressions. At least I'm pretty sure one of them can. (laughs) But our next our next guests, uh, they're no strangers to the Haven't Seen a Podcast. Uh, You heard them. You loved them. We don't know if you wanted them back on the show because we don't have like a lot of fan interaction, but they're back. They're back. Back in a big way, we have Sam and Cam from the Chill Spot podcast stream YouTube channel. They have a whole media network, and we're really excited to have them back on. Welcome back. Hey. Yo, what's up, Benny? What's up about my accent? It, that's the one you went with, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you could actually that's do so a British fun. accent, but no, let's let's do the Cockney one. Yeah. Uh, no, my RP accent is bad now. It's it's out of practice. But hello to you two. It is so uh, thank you so much for having us back. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. I am so happy to have you. I'm so happy to talk about the things because I think it's a it's a it's a happy one, and you guys make me happy, and I'm feeling. Oh. Yeah, we tried to keep it happy. We're out of the horror world now. Well, yeah, was, although I mean, still I, made d- me pretty d- happy. well especially when sam i mean i think there was at one point at least two different points where i try to bring up something along the lines of like i don't think that's when that happened there and you were like shut up (laughs) 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 trying to get to that point again i don't know we'll see i um i may i realized i i see on on our zoom call will that you got like a like a a tall glass for your drink i I did did a tumbler for mine Mm. so we might have to break oh my god she's got look at the brand holy Can I get me one of those? Yeah. Where did you go to? Yeah, you can because you know why? Because the uh, the company sent me two uh, ones extra by accident, and I didn't tell them. Oh, perfect. Don't give one to Alenka and give them to myself and Sam. I already have one in like the little card that everybody, like all the fans, get when they buy your merch. Eventually, when that's available, it's just like, hey, yo, so uh, the company sent me an extra one here, eh? So I figured. 
Why not? <laughs> oh my God, Will, <laughs> Will, Will write this down. Yeah. Write this down. Write it down. When we sell merch, each <laughs> of them will come with um, the recipe from one of the episodes for the drink. Ooh, there you go. A little recipe card. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Actually, that's good. I actually recommend well, this one. This one's well, fucking delicious. We're going to have our own drink book. We're going to have our own drink recipe book. Oh my God. Yeah. Will, we're we going can, global. We can publish a recipe book. <laughs> that haven't drank it yet. Oh, yeah. Or haven't drank it. Uh, yeah. Mixed, I was gonna say it wouldn't be a cookbook. No, <laughs> I haven't seen book. a drink book, and <laughs> and then we'll also feature some cocktails made by Zach Parsons. I'm so <laughs> excited. No, this is our next step, buddy. <laughs> All right, but yeah, well, thanks, guys. I'm so yeah. excited. <laughs> Just having a little. Yeah. Well, uh, I am very excited about the movie we're talking about because I hadn't watched it in years, and when I did, it it made me feel really good. Mm-hmm. And it's a great flick. What are we talking about today? We are talking about, is that Alanka's thing or is that my thing? It's anyone. Anyone <laughs> can do it. Say it. It's, it's great that you checked in after you started. Sometimes it <laughs> saves me. Sometimes I mini forget what movie we're talking about. <laughs> I remember. So what are we watching? We're talking about Little Miss Sunshine. Yes. Yeah. Little Miss yeah. Sunshine. Yeah. Little Miss Sunshine. And I, I echo your sentiments about how this movie makes you feel good because like, I, I this movie gives me good feelings when I like see the yellow DVD case in my DVD collection. Yeah, and then yellow is a happy color. Watched it today in preparation for this, obviously, and it I I it gave me like little tears of happiness. I mm-hmm. had like a little happy cry um, yeah. by myself at well, the end of it. It's funny how how happy the film is, especially when you consider that the characters and their relationships is probably the most upsetting thing ever. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It's the most, it's the, the feel good film about horribly depressed characters. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it just all Way to go ranges. Walks, a, walks a fine line. Yeah. Just tell yeah. me yeah. the whole plot in summary. No, we're not. We're not telling you. Oh, it's we're real deep. Trust me. That actually, yeah, yeah. Well. It's a re- we got a lot of long way to go. Yeah, okay. the movie. It's got it's got a really great cast. Mm-hmm. It's got Steve Carell, Baby Shut Abigail up. Breslin, uh, Paul Dano. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the name of the dad? Steve um, Carell. Come here. Um, he was, uh, he was, uh, he was in as good as it gets. He was, I have to draw you that one. Oh, really? <laughs> well, there's, there's Greg Kinnear. He plays Greg the Kinnear, dad. Yeah. Yes. Greg Kinnear. Uh, and then Alan Arkin plays. Yeah, I, was, I stopped well, knowing who's uh, in it after you said Abigail. So we can. <laughs> <laughs> I think she'll go by Gail at some point. Hello. No, no Tony Cloud is the best. Yes. No way. Yeah. Come on. Pardon me. What Tony did you say, Will? Do you think she'll she's ever go by Gail at some point? No. Just Gail, like when she's like 65? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Call me Abigail's, Gail Breslin. Abigail's still <laughs> like a... More for us at all, really. So I think like, she... I want her to come back at 75 as like Gail Breslin. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to be like, who? Oh, Abigail Breslin? Her last film was Zombieland Double Taps. <laughs> <laughs> come on. I don't know what you guys are talking oh, about. Yeah, no, I love this movie. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I like it. <laughs> you must. You must be so sick of listening to people like explain movies at you. I know that's literally the like, no. like the whole bag here. Whole Let bag me tell here. you yeah. what I'm sick of: people telling inside jokes about culture, pop culture, <laughs> other movies, other TV shows, celebrities, any literally anything that I don't know. I feel like an outcast. <laughs> well, 
you will know one more movie. Yes. Once uh, once once we're through with you, don't you worry. And she's a winner. Right. Uh, little Miss Sunshine, I mean, but also Alenka. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that this movie is great. Mm-hmm. How does it so, open? And so, I actually think. Hold well, on, you guys. Hold on. That. No, hold on. You, you can't. You're starting too early. Come on now. Hold the fuck up. Got a lot of shit. We haven't talked. What were you saying? I actually know, I think, a lot about what happens in this movie. Minus the relationships, Ooh. probably. If you had to give us, like, your elevator pitch of what you think the movie's about, like, yeah. what, what is that? Give us your Haven't Seen right. It podcast yeah. inside of this podcast. Well, thank you, you I will, because that's about. literally our structure. So if I may. <laughs> 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 so I'm, I'm pretty sure this little girl, um, I don't know if they live in like a trailer park or something. I don't know why they, I don't know. Anyways, they live in a house or something and it's like the whole family. I want to say there's a grandpappy there and this little girl, uh, does she do pageants? She does like pageants or contests or something like that. And she's got a pot belly, which is like so cute. But that's the thing that I think defines her as like not appropriate pageant or contestant material or whatever. But she's like edgy. She's a little sass bot. And um, she does the stuff. And everybody's like, no, you can't do that. And she's like, yeah, I fucking can. So I'm a little girl. I got pot belly and it's fucking adorable. America loves me. And then they do and pretty sure that's what happens it's like the honey boo boo kind of thing but a little bit more class maybe exactly i'm astonished at the accuracy of that that's a wrap folks mm-hmm. yeah, uh, i told you yeah. i know <laughs> i know what happens Not in this sure movie but i don't here. know what little happened. miss sunshine the story of a pot-bellied girl <laughs> <laughs> okay you know a what actually i take it girl. back because literally you everybody always says my say summaries that. are good <laughs> and then you guys are lying so now i don't know if i'm no right they, or that not. one was good that was Thank a good you. one Gold was, star. Yeah, that wasn't Thank the worst you. one. That oh, wasn't definitely. The worst one I've heard. No, there's there's certainly like other ways to interpret what this movie could be about. Just from first, like maybe it's about mm. this talking yellow Volkswagen van. You know, mm. maybe when yeah, you're looking understand. for the poster, is like, like a live action cars. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's the movie we've all wanted. For sure. I'm, um, I'm confused no, now if somebody hallucinates if this RV speaks or not. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a crazy twist in the third act of this film they, sh- they, they get to where they're going and the, 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 the wheel they get out of they get out of the van when they arrive at the pageant and they like shut the door and the van just goes ow oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like good luck kids <laughs> form your heart out <laughs> it does right the fuck Oh Jesus is this also a mix of movies about that was a little bit. Yeah, everything is a mix of RuPaul. We've been watching Drag Race yes, this entire yes, quarantine. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's it's not and healthy. It's just taken over. Oh, yeah. it is. Very it, is <laughs> it is half their live stream content. I can attest. But yeah, no, one hundred percent. There's at least one of the three streams we do where it's just like. So Sam, how do you feel about fucking RuPaul? Later? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, let's talk about that. You know, yeah. <laughs> I want to do that. Uh, but yeah, this movie is about. Um, a family traveling from Albuquerque to uh, Redondo, California for um, the little girl's uh, beauty pageant to participate in. Oh, uh, The Little Miss Sunshine pageant and mm-hmm. all of the 
bumps and obstacles and discoveries that they make along mm-hmm. the way en route to the road trip because they're like a dysfunctional family and then they get closer towards yeah. the end of it. So yeah, the big thing is the uh, the sort of like, how do I say, the, how in-depth the characters are even from the back. Because like as we open, you know, where it's it starts with... Um, well, we're not starting yet. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. Not starting. I need a you guys. We did jaws. I don't know. But do you want to know about the drink? Do you want to hear the drink? Yes. Yes. Desperately, please tell me. I want to know. Okay, it's my only moment to shine. So I know. (laughs) Well, today's drink is called Super Freak, and it is uh, it is a float drink. It's an ice cream float drink. So you got uh, Coke or root beer. I went with root beer. Same. Oh, it's the only way. and Jaeger, I filled it up like halfway, so uh, I'm going Damn. big. Damn. Uh, and then you top that with some vanilla ice cream. All right, I mean, you can top with any ice cream you want, but I went with vanilla. And then uh, you top that with uh, some cherries. Uh, you know, I got some maraschino cherries. You can't really see them, but I put them in there. I can see the red. And, uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's Yeah, it's delicious. And that's called a super freak. And you'll... Find out the name she and dances the, to that. Why why the drink is what it is. It's her talent. <laughs> I'll say there's there's a look there's a look to the drink that is what I've tried to make look like something in the movie. Okay. <laughs> I'm stressed. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I don't understand. I might, I might have already be a little little tipsy already. <laughs> this drink have you had is that like the second or third one i also have no idea where you're going with that at all make it look like something else i'm i'm not i'm not sure what's happening it it looks like something in the movie it looks like something at the end of the movie fucked right now it's hilarious (laughs) well speaking of the movie chill spot you guys want to talk about the movie start Finally. <laughs> Thank you for telling me. When, now me and Sam are doing the thing where we're like we're we're just staring at the camera, like yeah. waiting for waiting for a cue. Like waiting for a cue. Okay, but the movie. How does the movie start, Sam? So the movie starts. Um, this is going great. <laughs> you guys. Um, been, the movie starts. <laughs> I don't remember. Well, no, but no. It's, no, it opens with the the dad. That's right. No, the dad is giving a talk. That's right. Yeah. He's explaining his eight okay. steps of success. His like little fucking Two. like nine steps. Not, pardon me, nine steps. Nine steps. Right. Yeah, important. Nine, nine <laughs> steps of success, which is basically like he's this guy. I, I don't know. Motivational speaker, yeah. I suppose, is what, he's what a, he is. He's an aspiring motivational speaker. Yeah. That's what he wants to do. And also head of an MLM one day, probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, most likely. Yeah, no. Yeah. This man What's will that? start a sex cult one day. And there will be an HBO Max documentary series about it. And Chrissy Teigen will watch it and tweet about it. Excellent. 100%. This is the stuff Chrissy Teigen tweets are made of. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, and with my nine step program, you can go from being a winner to a loser. And he's got like his like little loose sight huh? projection up I, I on, think, the, on the wall. I think you had that backwards, love. I think so too. Absolutely, yes, I did. Yeah, <laughs> you, you follow my steps, and you're guaranteed to be a loser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you simply follow my nine-step program. You can be homeless in two weeks or less. Your money back, <laughs> and you will want that money back because you will be homeless. But the whole thing is, that, so he goes about his, you know, his old speech, and he says, "You can be a winner." And the lights turn on, and there's like 
six people. Yeah. Who yeah. One, only one of them is like, oh, great. He's in like the <laughs> of like the shittiest building on yeah. the nearest university mm. campus. He's like the bottom of Rikers. Like, it's, just, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a flat earth society yeah. meeting or something. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. Okay. Exactly. Um, so, uh, but he's very like about it. And then we switch over to Tony Collette's character and she's on the phone. Um, en route to pick up her brother, played by Steve Carell, who's yes. in the hospital, um, we learn after a recent suicide attempt, yeah, a failed bad. suicide attempt. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's picking him up to take him to come and live with her and her family um, to just to keep an eye on him and make sure that he doesn't like try and hurt himself mm-hmm. again. Right. Um, so she brings it's a home. very dysfunctional family. It's a crazy family. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yes. There's a, a lot of me- almost every single member of this family exudes a particular kind of dysfunction. Yeah. And it, it's 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 incredible how but it all not comes in together. Like a shitty way, in just like a, like we don't talk to each other way. Like they're they're it's one of those bad like, communicating. They're yeah. one of those like middle class families where it's just like because there's there's the mom tony collette who's like just trying to like keep it all together she's the breadwinner of the family while the dad chases his motivational speaker right. dream because um, he's trying to get a book deal that's yeah. like not gonna work out obviously he might Excuse spoilers me. jesus he might um oh, it's like dripping off of him this entire time oh like like he exudes failure yeah yeah oh 100%. <laughs> um and then there's the eldest son played by paul dano who um is like your typical angsty teenager but his whole shtick is that um he doesn't talk yeah he's got like the raw means i love you and dinosaur haircut you know yeah. like the like the big black no. bowl cut that's like right down to his eyelashes yeah yeah no. yeah very oh, yeah. um very um i'm, I'm huge on my yeah. he's haircut. taking like a vow of silence yes yeah, yeah. Yeah, he uh, yeah. Well, worships uh, Friedrich Nietzsche. Like that's his like that's his guy. Exactly. He's, like, always got a copy of um, also Sprach Zarathustra. I think is that Nietzsche. I don't know. Are you speaking in tongues you. right I, now? I don't even know what you said. But... <laughs> <laughs> speaking in tongues. He's like always reading Nietzsche. That's his thing, and he's taken a vow of silence um, until he joins the air force and like hates everyone. Like f- hates his family. Mm-hmm. And then he's got the coked out grandpa. Who was oh. supposed to be in a nursing home, but yeah. couldn't. And the grandpa is Greg Kinnear's father. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so grandpa oh, lives with them because okay. he got kicked out of his nursing home for smoking heroin. No, no, for snorting heroin. Oh, well, Come he on. was doing dr- like a don't Google Greg Kinnear's father. It's not actually Greg Kinnear's father. <laughs> That's what I was going to, and then I realized, and then I realized what you're saying, and I was smart <laughs> enough to change what I was Googling. It's for me. Sorry, that is fucking hilarious. Greg Kinnear, dad. Yeah, he's a little bit sunshine. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Until we found out Alan Arkin actually is Greg Kinnear's dad, that'd be mind blown. Jesus, he could be. Works so well, but um. (laughs) Yeah, so he got kicked out because he was he was doing the he's doing the bad drugs. He wasn't doing any of the fun drugs. He was doing all the bad drugs. Yeah, yeah. And then also, Samuel, there's a very important thing that we forgot about Tell in me. the very impo- start of the movie. It starts with Abigail Breslin's character watching a pageant. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's yeah. watching footage from an old beauty pageant and like trying to copy. She's moves. she's doing all like the like you know oh. like the Home Alone like <gasps> yeah. like pretending to be. Oh my god, I won. Um, it, yeah. the she's me. Kind of practicing her like grateful wave. Um, and yeah, me. and um, yeah. So there's a little baby Abigail Breslin. Um, character's name is Olive. Mm. Um, little baby oh, Gail. Baby I, Gail. I love that her name is she Olive. She looks like what an a, Olive. What a great name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
it's her and um, Emma Stone's character in Easy A. They're both olives. Um, oh, is she? true. Well, and um, then they came together for Zombieland. That's hey. Yeah, there you that's go. wow. There you go. Yeah. Six mm. degrees of olives. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, stuffed with content. Yeah. Um, but Cute. yeah, no. Uh, so Baby Gale is an aspiring beauty queen, and her coked out grandpa teaches her everything that he knows, um, or at least tries to. He's like her beauty pageant coach. And um, that's the whole family. So Tony Collette brings Steve Carell's character home. Um, and everybody's just like trying to get to know each other. And then all and this of- is what I love, actually, is I love indie film because it's always a real house. You know, you, yeah. you, when you see a movie where it's like, oh, this people actually live in this house. It's not like an untouched oh. mansion that they live in. It looks like a real per- person's house. Absolutely. <laughs> it's not the exact same. There's like these wood the panel wood walls paneling. and there's carpet fucking yeah. everywhere and then they're having like fried chicken dinner i think or they're having like a they're having something they're having a dinner just yeah. like take out and she's it. like handing out the cups and there's like a mcdonald's cup the yeah. Plastic yeah. mcdonald's cup and well, you know. paper plates on the table and yeah, shit yeah, yeah. it's like oh god yeah she's like she's like doling out like sprite zero from the bottle exactly for everybody yeah it's it's sick so yeah that's, that's that real shit yeah although new mexico isn't middle america i think but um yeah no it's like it's your table it's my table it's all of our tables yeah that we all know because right. yeah because despite it being like a very dysfunctional picture they do do things that regular families do like eat together and yeah, just, that's nice, know, fast food and chicken all that yeah mm-hmm. totally um so yeah so they're having dinner together and um olive notices the bandages on steve carell's arms frank i think his character's name is mm-hmm. and she's like oh my god what happened to your arms and um uh he explains that he tried to kill himself after his um lover um left him for another man um he lost his uh job teaching about Proust at a university uh, had to move into a motel and like basically just lost like everything in a matter of weeks. And then he tried to um, commit suicide and well, he explains mm-hmm. the whole thing to Olive. Well, there was a kicker. There was a, there's mm-hmm. a particular reason. Like some, some one of his colleagues involved on, I think in him losing his partner got some award. Yeah. So the man that mm-hmm. his lover left him for kind of like got a huge scholarship award that he should have mm-hmm. won because like, yeah. So like his whole thing, Frank's whole thing is that like he's the number one Proust scholar in America. Oh, and an this honor. man who is the number two. And then yeah. like as his career was like tumbling down the drain, the number two scholar got this like huge scholarship uh, and his boyfriend and like just yikes. to like like twist the knife even yeah. more like living in and a that, motel. That's kind of like the other part, especially when this movie came out, like yeah, so Steve Carell is gay and that's his uh, it's like he has a partner as a man and the 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 grandfather. So Greg Kinnear's dad like makes fun of him for that, like yeah. for being gay. And it's kind of like, but not really like it's weird. He makes fun of him for it, but he's also just like, it's like whatever. politically incorrect, but it's, it's really not the worst homophobic no. I've seen on film, which yeah. is a sad thing to say. Well, it's not like he reaches across <laughs> the table and starts beating the shit out of him. Right? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like he's opposed to him living there or like being around him. Well, it's it also right. helps that the father character is like, and I love, I love him for this, but in reality, he's such a bastard. Yeah, like he's just like so incredibly on everyone's case. Yeah, constantly. So, so it, crass. It's like no doubt, obviously, like you know, it makes fun of him for being gay. But like it's in the way that he does literally everything. 
<laughs> so it, it, it's, it's a bit more like a closing, a full circle mm-hmm. for that character. Right. Yeah. And then he keeps like uh, Greg Kinnear, like the dad, dad, not the grandfather is like, doesn't want Frank telling this story to all of mm. like it's not. And then right, also right. he keeps talking about how basically he's calling Frank a loser. He's like, there's yeah. winners and losers and people who commit suicide are just losers or something. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. he's like, well, it's Frank pretty horrible. His face. Cause this yeah. whole thing Based is like on the nine step program that, yeah. that he believes in. He believes Frank to be a loser. Cause there's two okay. kinds of people. There's winners and then there's losers, yeah. you know? And it's like, it's just like, that's this whole thing. And he calls everyone a loser for the whole film. <laughs> pretty much everyone but him. Yeah. He, 100%. Um, so Frank is kind of like, thanks for that. Um, super fun. <laughs> nice. Uh, I just almost committed suicide, but yeah, I'm a loser. My arms from when right. I tried to take my own life, but sure. Call me a loser. This is like really working out. It's, how's the mortgage going? <laughs> <laughs> but the big moment, the big moment in the scene is that, um, there was a phone call earlier from Olive's aunt mm-hmm. and Olive's aunt is sort of the one who's gotten into gotten her into this pageantry kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she like participated into, into a pageant in when they visit her in Florida and it was like, you know, that's what got her into it. And apparently the little miss sunshine pageant, um, like someone had to drop out of it. So Olive has a chance to like <sighs> be a part of it. And that's like the big Cute. child pageant. <laughs> it's, I'm only going to get nitpicky about this for a second, but like the pageant that Olive was in, in Florida, she was the runner up and the winner of the pageant had to forfeit her crown because she got busted for diet pills. (laughs) (laughs) So Olive Olive, like the, the honorary winner, which means that she got to go on to this little Miss Sunshine pageant in California where they now all have to road trip. Yeah, um, yeah. In, but in, in the time, I think it's like a Friday when they leave. Yeah, they need to be in California on Sunday, mm-hmm. and then oh. back in Albuquerque on Monday. Yeah, there's yeah. some oh, weird timeline over the weekend. Yeah, come on, yeah. like a day or something. And like, they have to like bring everyone. <laughs> yes, yeah. because the yeah. whole deal is that like something. Okay, I, I, like I, nobody in this house can be left alone. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the dad is the only one who knows how to drive stick. Yeah, the mom is going because Olive is going. Paul Dano doesn't want to go but steve carell can't be home alone because he just tried to commit suicide but they can't be with each other because paul dano is kind of a kind of a dick he's a teenager like she's not gonna like the mom being a good mom is like i can't ask a teenager to watch my cousin or my brother my my suicidal brother my suicidal brother that's that's way too big of an ask it's completely inappropriate i'm not doing that heave ho here we go So refreshing to watch a parent be a good parent they all get in their volkswagen which to add on to this is a total rust bucket yeah um oh yeah it's gonna break machine it's totally gonna break down can I, can I say, though, that I want one of those vehicles so badly? How great would it be? To have- well, I'm sure they fucking sales skyrocketed after yeah. this movie. They were Absolutely. just like, uh, I want a VW van uh, even more so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, as a matter of fact, I want it to be a total piece of shit, too. I want it to break down on me. <laughs> I want it to be bad. experience. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so, and obviously, like, they're not going to leave Grandpa by himself because he's, a, he's an he's old an drug animal. addict. He's, he's an, an animal. <laughs> he's a fucking animal. So... The entire family has to go on this road trip together to take Olive to California. Um, And they embark on this journey, all in the name of um, helping this little girl achieve her dreams. Um, And it is true. It's kind of like, it's, it's, it's never explicitly said, but it's like kind of adorable how like, Olive is so clearly not the beauty queen type and they're so clearly not the type of family to even want to try and like do that sort of thing. 
like we've all seen we've all seen some kind of we like know. pageant thing toddlers and mm-hmm. tiaras mm-hmm. or or um i don't know do rupaul's drag race <laughs> <laughs> rupaul's youth Not drag race comparable at all <laughs> but like I'm the people sorry. who do these it's a certain breed of person who does pageants and yes. this is so clearly not the family and this is so clearly not the girl but just like no one ever talks about it they're like it's what olive wants to do so here we go um, so their first kind of um their first kind of uh foil in the plan is um they make a pit stop at a restaurant and um yes olive orders breakfast and her waffles come with ice cream so she asks for ice cream obviously because she's like six mm-hmm. and her dad being the charmer that he is kind of like tells her like you know honey ice cream is made from cream and cream is made from like cow's milk and it has a lot of fat in it now are is miss universe fat yeah is she? What about all of the other pageant queens? Are they fat or are they skinny? Fat shaming your daughter. Yeah, literally yeah. like fat shaming her daughter. Like, you gotta be what winner. What do you think's gonna happen in like three days? <laughs> She's gonna grow up to be like Amelia Westervis really in the Breakfast think Club. If she like, Dad, just have... had to be a winner. Win! <laughs> <laughs> and then he handed her a, p- a pack of cigarettes and said, you're gonna smoke the yeah. whole pack! <laughs> so he's just like, don't eat ice cream because you'll be fat, basically, yeah. which is horrible. <laughs> but then her brother and Frank and her grandpa are like, ooh, that looks like good ice cream, Olive. Ooh, I'm going to, if you're not going to eat that, I'm going to eat that. And they all kind of tease her a bit. And yeah. so she goes, no, I'm going to eat it. So she chooses ice cream over her father. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, nine times, I mean, 10 times out of 10 with this fucking guy. I mean, <laughs> I've never been so sick of a character faster. Like, <laughs> there's no way to make me like you less than is to fat you know, shame a little girl for eating ice cream. Like, are you joking? me from seeing this guy as like a complete villain. It's just how so obviously he's such a fucking loser like outside of the realm yeah. of his family like he steps outside of his house every day and everyone else can see completely through him like you know, so honestly even like his son sees through him oh no I, I think they all see him. it they all see it his wife like like tony collette's character obviously supports him because like she's invested so much money <laughs> into like letting him achieve his dream that she's like i just want this to work out so that we don't like lose our house like yeah right? it's it's rough um, it's rough yeah 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 but um the funny thing about Greg Kinnear's character is that he's like waiting on a book deal. His whole thing is that like, he knows this guy like Stan Grossman or something. Yeah. Who is like told Played him by Brian Cranston, although Played that's revealed later. But, yeah. yeah. Um, who's told him that his, his, his nine step program is sellable and it's like going to happen. And he's going to like go to this conference and pitch his, his pitch his nine steps to everybody and make, get him a book deal. And it's going to be a huge thing. And he's trying to make it work this he's entire time. He's idea. trying to get a hold of, Pardon? He's totally going to steal the idea. It's my guess. I mean, like, we'll see. But we'll um, find out. it is yet to be seen. But, um, he's <laughs> um, trying to get in touch with him for, like, the first quarter of this movie. And yeah. he, the Stan Grossman guy is, like, not answering his calls. No, so, like, that's why no. I don't completely hate this guy. Because he'll, like, he'll tell Olive, like, that she shouldn't be fat if she wants to be a winner. And then try and get a hold of this, like, big shot book dealer. And he doesn't answer his calls. And, like, defers mm-hmm. him to his secretary all the time. So it's like, right. yeah, he's a dick. He's such a loser. He's totally oh, projecting yeah. his insecurities on his daughter, but... percent. I think he projects it on literally every person he talks that to, actually. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Totally. So then I think 
I think the clutch breaks next, right? That's kind of the next major thing, which is great. So the clutch on the, um, the clutch on the van breaks and they end up going to, uh, like a, uh, an auto body shop. And, and, uh, basically the, because they couldn't get this because BW vans are so fucking rare that you have to order pieces in that take like weeks to come in or like days to like arrive. Uh, the auto body guy's like, well, you could just park it on a hill because you just have to get it up <laughs> high enough. He's like these vans, uh, you can just shift right into like third gear. You, it, instead of going to first and second, you can just shift right into third yeah. gear. You just have to get up enough speed. So he's like, you just park it on a hill and then get enough speed and just shift oh, right into wow. third. And then you'll just have to do that every time you stop. So because there's so many members of the family, they decide they'll just push oh, and shit. run it. They'll just, yeah. <gasps> so now from now on for the rest of the movie, every time they have to like go in the van, they all have to oh, push the van and get it up to speed and hop so in the van. good already. <laughs> I know, That's it's how such they're an gonna adventure. fall in. Very oh, yeah. movie. And every time they have to push the van, they play this like beautiful, uplifting, like go-getter music. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's, like, it's very, literally like, a family working together to overcome an obstacle. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It's, so sweet. It's very charming. It's actually kind of amazing. I, I noticed this when I watched it today. Um, well, clearly when they, when they did this, it's actually all, you know, the actors and they're just like, literally doing like like pushing the car and running it so every time they complete it you can hear like the very genuine like yes i got we did it (laughs) the last person they all go like yeah 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 everybody's in it's only the 20th take (laughs) right exactly I'm sure the directors were sitting there like, come on, come on, come on, come on. But like the first time that we they- had to replace the last Paul Dano because we ran over. <laughs> <laughs> we got the other one from there will be blood. You have any idea? <laughs> this is a Paul Dano factory chugging them out. Yeah. We're supposed yeah. to have Andrew Garfield on this movie. Do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> Ten-year-old Andrew Carfield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah no, um, the first time they ever have to push the the van is like the first time the family has to like work together and can't be at each other's throats for something, and it really brings them together in like a cute way, and it's really nice because like you can tell that this is especially so good for Frank, Steve Carell's character. You can see oh, like, yes. he like, he like gets all excited. He's like, outstanding. Not a, not a soul left behind. Yeah. Outstanding. So he's exactly. like saluting everybody. No soldier left man. behind. Yeah. You can see that it's like reminding him why it matters to stay alive again. It's like giving mm-hmm. him a reason to live again. It's like the mm-hmm. most, oh, it's so it's like one of those it's like that moment in romantic comedies where it's like ah oh, they're in it they're in this together now like they're you know like there's no turning romantic back romantic comedies t- don't have those fucking moments this type of movie has. <laughs> <laughs> they literally do i study them for a living oh my god but- <laughs> oh my, my god <laughs> yeah no um it's like they're all together now like they're they're not they're not just like on a road trip for olive they're like working together as a unit to achieve a goal mixing so, up um, their soup of but family the good. next big trip up family they go they they stop at a gas station and frank sees his lover at the gas station oh, his Lord. former lover as if yeah yeah that's what, I he's, said, what are the chances yeah and yeah. he's he's there uh before that grandpa's all like hey give me some give me uh give me some like Dirty magazines, some nudie mags. He deadass, like Frank literally is like, I'm going to get something. Do you want anything? And granddad goes, yeah, nudie give mags. me some porn. 
Get one for yourself, one of those boy mags or something like that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> he says the F slur. He says F slur rags. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But he, and he literally, like, what? He buys a blue slushie, yeah. those porn mags, and his lover walks in. Yeah. And it's oh, like, oh, no. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you got a slush puppy and a copy of Jugs. How's, yeah. how's your life I'm going? I'm just buying this gay porn from this gas station. How have you been? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> um, he buys like five mate he goes he gets like the hustler and the judge mm-hmm. i think he gets like all of them <laughs> yeah. yeah no he's basically like walks down the aisle and like you know does the grocery store like just knocks it all into his <laughs> cart. Cute. give me that one and that one and that one and that one yeah yeah so um he has an awkward run-in with his former lover mm-hmm. and um they have the whole like hey it mm-hmm. is so good to see you. Um, so what are you up to now? And, and I'm busy. Yeah. I'm trying to get oh, to California. No. Fuck. Leave me alone. <laughs> trying to get to California way. Business. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then he's like, oh, yeah. Larry and I were just going to a spa. Yeah. You know, you heard about the genius thing. The grant that he won is called like the genius grant. No, no, what happened? So he's like, oh, yeah, you heard about the genius thing, right? Ew. So we're just going to go to a spa just to relax for the next little bit. He like hops in a convertible. Yeah. And like you can Ew. see him mouthing like, you'll never believe who I ran into. And then like Larry Sugarman, his rival, like looks over and like laughs a little bit and they like drive away Ew. and he feels all shitty about him. I hope you got a flat tire. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Mm. Uh, Yeah. but at the same time, um, Greg Kinnear's character uh, gets a phone call. Richard, I just remembered his name. Richard gets a call from uh, book club guy Brian Cranston. Mm. Book club guy. They're not in the book club. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, you saying that is more helpful. I like it. So they're in a book. He's like, I think we're gonna we're gonna read Obama's book next meeting. Do that before next meeting. Okay, great. They were gonna start little fires everywhere. Yeah, and then the end of the movie, he finds out that he actually read Obama's old book. Yeah, (laughs) it's like, oh damn it! It's from my father. Damn it! Um, but yeah, so he gets a, he calls, um, um, book deal guy and book deal guy basically tells him that, uh, book's not going to happen. Sorry, but yeah. he pitched it and nobody wanted it. Everybody thinks yeah. it's stupid. It really was like, oh, whoopsie. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sorry. Um, I tried, but nobody wants it. Sorry. So, um, his dad, um, can see that he's all like upset about it, and he's like, ah, shit. He didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And um, probably the only sweet moment between those two characters in the whole movie. Yeah. They all get sweet back into the moment, car. Sweet moment. quotes. And yeah, uh, well, like he's all angry and Tony Collette's like, oh, like just get in the car. And they're all angry. Yeah. And they head out. They push the car and get in. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they're all they're Yeah. They're all kind of arguing with each other. And the father's trying to console him. But like he's getting kind of angry. The, Greg Kinnear. And then. uh Paul Dano, who is silent, <laughs> starts to realize, uh, where's Olive? So he writes it down on a piece of paper and he shows Aww. Frank. And then Frank's like, where's Olive? Where's Olive? And then they realize they left Olive at the gas station. <laughs> yeah, that's actually one of my favorite details, because I, I, at that point in the movie, she's like, like what do you want to do? I go inside. She's like, no, I'm going to go practice my routine elsewhere and she leaves and then you know you goes here and she gets forgotten and then you know the hubbub of greg or richard not getting his book deal they leave without olive and you know i guess i'll save the other half of that thought for like when we get to the eventual pageant because that's part of this whole thing i really liked about this watch of the movie yeah but yeah Mm. 
So they, but the, they, the fun thing about this scene is that they come, they come back to get Olive, but they don't, they don't stop, right? They just roll yeah, into the gas station, like, oh, run, run, hop under the bus. Or they do the drive through, like, like, the, like the, the opposite of the kiss and ride, like, yeah. <laughs> so they kind of, they literally scoop Olive and then go back on the highway. It's mm-hmm. very cute. Um, but yeah, and then so, um, they stop in a hotel for the evening. Which it, I guess is that like the next thing? Next, right next after that meet. is yeah. the hotel. Yeah, they stop in a motel overnight. Um, and uh, they're all handing out the keys for the night. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Olive's gonna hang out with the grandpa, grandpa. and Paul Dano mm-hmm. and Steve Carella together, mm-hmm. and the mom and the dad are together. And the mom and the dad get into their hotel room and immediately, and immediately, Tony, Tony Collette oh. is like, "Hey, so we have to talk about the fact that." all this time and money we've put into your thing is like just in the trash now. Um, and he's like, Oh, I'll talk about that shit. Like, and then mm-hmm. it cuts to, I think she throws the word just shove it down. Back. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, We're not losers. I think she throws the word divorce out too, at oh. some mm. point. And, um, uh, Paul no. Dano and Steve Carell are in the next room over and, uh, they can hear them arguing. And Steve no. Carell, like trying to be a good uncle is like, Hey man, you don't have to listen to this. Just, just, yeah. just, just turn the TV on. Turn on the politics. Turn, turn the TV on. He turns <laughs> on. It's like a Bush speech is on the yeah. TV. Yeah. <laughs> just so and you now, don't hear this. Okay. When that happens, I'm always like, I'm always like, oh, are they trying to be slightly political a little more? Like, you know what I mean? Like, whenever <laughs> movies have very specific, like this was our president at the time. Clips, you know, like yeah. Boys in the Hood had like Reagan stuff, but like you know, underlying, which makes sense. But like this movie just has like one clip of Bush, and I was like, oh, is is this supposed to be an allegory for the Bush years? or something yeah but like it's not clear what he's talking about like he's giving no. a press release but like it's not really yeah. clear what he, he's, exactly he's addressing he's doing the fool me once line you know like fool me yeah. once I, yeah well i was like is this the is this that one the, is this the shoe throwing conference or? <laughs> but no it's just it's just a random bush speech and yeah. um paul dano like turns it off so that he can hear his parents arguing because he's a little shit like that and you just see him like smiling. He gets off to it. He's like, <laughs> he's like happy that his parents are like arguing. In he's a angsty little teenager and he thrives off of chaos. So yes, yeah. he's, very he's just loving that like everybody because he thinks everybody's full of shit. You know, typical teenager. He thinks everybody's full of shit. Um, well, especially his parents so he's like enthralled that things are not going well and that people are not happy because he doesn't want to be on this road trip in the first place. How how old is Paul Dano in this movie? I think he's supposed to be like 17 or 18. No, I mean like the actor. Oh, I have no idea. Like, do you think, because, okay, I looked at, I think Paul Dano is 36 now. Okay. And this movie came out in 2006. Okay. So it's 14 or 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. So it would have been 20, 20, uh, 21. Yeah. I mean, he's he's 36 going on 14. Like, he's yeah. a yeah. young-looking dude. And that, yeah. That's what I mean, right? Like, I, I thought about it, because on the movie, movie, I was like, Paul Dano still looks exactly like this. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from the black man. I mean, like, yeah, cut, but, the, the emo, yeah. the, the scene kid haircut makes him look even younger. But yeah, very much in the face. Yeah. He hasn't aged at all. He's got that mm-hmm. always about to Yikes. start crying look on him. He's got, like, yeah. the weak chin, you know? So he's yeah. always like, oh. <laughs> Quivering chin. Um, but yeah he's like enthralled that his parents are arguing and then in the next room over um olive and grandpa can't hear them fighting but they're like going over the routine one last time cute and olive 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 is doing tiger like (laughs) (laughs) he's like showing her yes yeah Uh, oh my god that's adorable It's like the only peak that you get at her routine before you actually see her do her, her routine later on in the movie, oh, which is like wait. so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, so they're tucking into bed for the night 
and Olive asks her grandpa if is it do does she ask him if she's beautiful or if she no, no, if she, she thinks that she can win she says mm-hmm. well she's nervous about the show because yeah. she doesn't want to lose because her dad hates losers yeah right yeah because her dad drilled it into her like if we're gonna go to this pageant we're only gonna go if you think you can win olive do you think you can win this pageant and she's like yeah yeah of course because she's a little girl and who's who yeah. would tell their dad no well, that who, who's gonna be like no dad i yeah, think i need course. a few more years to work on it i have about a 42 percent chance <laughs> she's yeah. gonna say yes so she in a in a in a bout of nervousness she like asks her grandpa if she thinks that or if he thinks that she can win and he's like are you kidding i think you're the most beautiful girl in the world and i'm not just saying that because i think you're be- like because you're smart or because I think that you're important. No, I think you're one of the most beautiful girls in the world. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's a little, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's sweet, but it's not. I mean, it's, it, and like, I see what you're saying. Like, okay, there's another important part to this that yeah. kind of rounds out Sam's pedophilic accusations, <laughs> which is like, he goes out of his way to say that, like, you're not a loser if you tried. Yeah. And even if you do lose, you're at least trying to win, which makes you a winner. Yeah. Which he, so yeah. he sort of flips his, you know, he, te- he complicates his the dumbass dad's logic so that yeah. like <laughs> Abigail Breslin's character, Olive, can just be like, yeah, I yeah. do feel better about myself now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. It's sh- a very sweet moment. It's actually a really well acted scene. Yeah. For the two of them. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they both got Oscar nominations for this movie. I don't remember. Um, they did. Yeah, they did. They did? Al- oh. Alan, Ar- Alan Arkin won for supporting actor. Oh, which is amazing. Yeah. And we'll, find, we'll find out. We'll find out why that's amazing in a couple minutes, probably. And then, <laughs> uh, and then uh, Abigail Breslin uh, surprisingly wasn't the youngest. I thought she was the youngest supporting actress nominee, but she is not. No, it was um, younger. Southern Wild Girl, right? It was um, Quavenjane Wallace, I think. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen that movie. Neither have I. But yeah, she yeah. was like. She was like the third youngest or something. Wow. Yeah, supporting actress nominee. But yeah. really impressive. She's good. She's good. Yeah. Like, so, it, it, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. No, no, you go. You go. You tell. <laughs> this is very, I was just I was just going to comment on how I think that like I was actually like every time I watch this movie, I'm stunned by Abigail Breslin's performance. But like this particular time, like I really just noticed all of the nuances and the way she cried. And it's like you're not a little girl acting in a way like you're 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 doing you're how am i gonna say you're capturing the performance of being this age with this pressure yeah and like it's just so beautiful yeah it was a really really great scene Cam, yeah. that's that's because she's not acting she's just being exactly she's just being. <laughs> she's, no 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 she's not acting she's reacting she's re- <laughs> <laughs> she's found her center <laughs> that's my favorite acting term my acting bullshit term yeah. just find your center <laughs> no my favorite thing is it's about the craft and, you know like you, you just gotta really dig into the process yes. of the craft and get into you gotta do the, the work you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, gotta do, do the work. Do the work. work. Yes, and then leave the work at home. Wait, but most importantly, it's, it's about craft. cult classic witchcraft movie, The Craft. <laughs> well, I don't know Anybody what the fuck that, you're talking you know you about. An actor. Like fuck, I, fuck William Shakespeare. Is that on our list? That's got to be on our list for next Halloween month. Okay, for sure. Chill spot. Bring you the idea. <laughs> so, Dad and Mom finish arguing, uh, but Dad's like, you know what? I've like, I'm not a loser. I, I got to fix this. I'm going to fix this. So he runs outside mm. and he, at first he's like, I think I can push this van by myself and he tries oh, doing oh. it, but no, he can't. Yeah. He's just little Greg Kinnear. Um, Let that be a lesson he though. Sees these dudes. Big problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't you do go. it on your own all the time, honey. <laughs> he sees these dudes outside. I, I think there's a bar attached to this motel, but so he sees these dudes outside with like mopeds. 
Um, so he presumably like buys it off him or like rents it off him. Um, and uh, he ends up on the highway on this little moped because his book publisher guy, he knows is, uh, I think, where is he, Odessa or something? Like he's in, he's he's nearby at this near. conference. Mm-hmm. This he's like 20 conference. miles away from where they yeah. are. Like he's, yeah, he's like not very far. So he drives to this hotel to confront Ryan Cranston. Basically, he's like, sell my book, god damn it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He does this whole thing where he's like in the lobby and he calls him. He's like, I don't know where the fuck you are. I'm in the hotel and like hangs up. Huh. And then he calls him on his cell phone, Freaky, yeah. but then like hears the, the guy's cell phone in, in the lobby. So he oh. walks up to him and he's like, hey, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like catches him ignoring his call openly and uh. like confronts him. And mm-hmm. um, Brian, Cr- he like pulls Brian Pr- Cranston aside and like tell, and Brian Cranston tells him, like, listen, I did try to sell your book and I did. I guess I did tell you that I think I could sell this. But whenever I tried to pitch it to somebody, nobody had heard of you. Nobody knew who you were. So nobody cares. Right. Nobody yeah. cares. You mm-hmm. lost like you're you're nobody. I think he tells him that he's like, you're nobody. Mm-hmm. So like I couldn't sell your book, man. It's over. It's Give ver- up. It's ver- done. Yeah. Very cathartic moment in this film. Because I wasn't ter- I mean, no one, I think, is terribly fond of the father character. But this is that turning point, right? Yeah. Where he's he's done a lot of like negative character development where it's like you hate him and you hate him and you hate him. Right. And then he peeks in that. Yeah. And then for the rest he peaks of the film, at his bottom. He's exactly. Like, yeah. he, peaks, <laughs> he peaks at rock bottom. Yeah. Um, but from that fall. moment on, I found the movie really let up on that character. They're just kind of like, okay, now he's just sort of focusing on trying to get all of well, now he although he dug he dug a pretty deep hole when he called his daughter fat so <laughs> yeah, I, I totally yeah. agree I, i'm yeah. not i don't feel bad for him whatsoever. i was like no, no, oh, it's like it's it's gonna be hard to climb that hill after exactly that, i was like you've, you've atoned i still think you're a shitty person no, he's gonna have to answer for that when she's older oh for sure by the time yeah. she gets to college and takes like intro to feminism mm. like she is going to come back at christmas no, he's gonna and have demand to, some answers he's gonna have to pay for her therapist when she eventually has numerous mental health issues yeah yeah facts um, um so this is the the first this is the first breaking bad actor that we get in mm-hmm. oh. see. we will oh, see right. another one later on mm-hmm. <laughs> breaking Bad cameo one of okay. two but with, yeah, his, one with two. his head hung low dad yeah. dad uh gets back on the, the moped and he's driving on the freeway yeah. and a big truck like honks at him and shit yeah and he eventually gets into bed and closes his eyes and then you know <laughs> night goes by sun goes up and uh olive comes into the room and is like hey mom dad uh grandpa won't wake up oh and then Come on. uh it's no. immediately found out that the grandpa has fallen like close to death at this point and is they they're like cuts hard to like an ambulance yeah. and they're driving to a hospital they're like following an ambulance mm-hmm. to the hospital yeah. yeah and then they're in the waiting room and i'm trying to think there's something specific that happens in the waiting room that's important um so um tony collette's character calls a family meeting and says hey um she's trying to she's trying to explain to the kids what's going on because she's a good ass mom um, right. This whole movie is just watching Tony Collette be a good ass mom. Real yeah, talk. she's like she's the only character like I would say without flaws, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, well, well, her her whole struggle is dealing with everyone. She's yeah. just total uh, Mary Sue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god. The SJW is ruining our movies from 2006. <laughs> um, um, Little Miss Sunshine is the reason why Daisy Ridley wasn't good at Star Wars. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Guys. But yeah, no. So Tony Collette calls like a family meeting and is like, hey, so 
The doctors are obviously doing everything they can, but we need to make peace with the fact that God might take grandpa today. Mm -hmm. And um, she gets upset and um, she starts Mm -hmm. crying. And Paul Dano's character like writes a note to Olive that says like, go hug mom, which is very sweet. Um, and she goes, he's like, I want to take care of my family, but I've got an image to uphold here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I got to think about my brand, Olive. Go have mother. Yeah, yeah basically. Wow. Um, but yeah, yeah so it's very. The, do- the doctor comes in and it's very like, it's so, uh, I'm going to say so clinical. Funny. That's hospital. But yeah, she's just like, she informs him that, yeah, they lost him. Like he's oh, dead. Oh no. Yeah. And he's overdosed on drugs because we have seen that he let, he got, he, he got he left the retirement home because he was doing heroin. Mm-hmm. But we show we see a scene of him at the family home doing more heroin. So he's not stopped doing drugs this whole time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he simply switched from heroin to cocaine. No, no, he's snorting heroin. <laughs> he's been With doing he- yeah, he snorts heroin That's the whole heroin. time. Yeah, yeah. That's supposed yeah. to be heroin. It looks exactly like cocaine. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, yeah, I know I they all use heroin, they like vitamin B twelve powder in movies for them to snort. <laughs> but I didn't know that it was supposed to be heroin. I thought it was just supposed to be cocaine. No, it's heroin. Oh, fun fact: we. That's why he. Heroin. That's like kind of why that's implied. Like mm. it's his age plus how often he does it plus the way he does it. Like it's very <laughs> yeah. reckless and dangerous. Fun fact: we didn't have vitamin B twelve for. A big cake sketch that we did with oh, Zach, yeah. where he had to snort uh, cocaine, okay. uh, fake cocaine. So <laughs> we got like flour, but then he immediately looked it up. It's like, oh, that's also terrible for you. You should not snort flour. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> so. so, do you guys want to know what our trick was? We yeah. had yeah. a nice little do. straw, and he hit it with his hand. And every time he inhaled, he inhaled the flour into his mouth and nearly ch- choked himself to death. But boy, did it make comedy. It's fucking amazing. Wow. Yeah. That is that is a move. Nothing like bumping a line and immediately being like, oh. first time. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple takes, uh. I think, like that. Or he would just stop right away. It's just like flour in his mouth. Uh. Oh, I love that. That's so funny. Uh, uh, so, I Grandpa, I don't know about you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Straight through the mouth. Yeah, just, just suck mouth. it up. Yeah. Just slurp it. Sprinkle in some coffee. Digest yeah. it. Yeah, it's Splenda, but um, <laughs> Grandpa's dead. Yeah, he's dead, and the full family is like gathering to like go see him one last time. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Because before that, the oh, bereavement yes, yeah. counselor comes in and mm. says, hey, so... It's a terrible bereavement counselor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's funny because, like, the doctor is like, yeah, Linda will be in in a second to, like, tell you about next steps. And he, like, looks and he, like, ducks into a doorway and just goes, Linda! Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And she comes out and she's all, like, stressed out. So she, like, tells them what to do. And he's... And, and Greg Kinnear's character is, like, telling her about like how they um they they were on their way to a beauty pageant in california and they left from albuquerque and she goes albuquerque because there's a whole other set of forms if you're going to take the body across state lines you there's like you there's like so much more paperwork and he's like no we don't have time you don't understand we have to be there by three o'clock and she's like it's not Um, gonna happen yeah it's like noon yeah (laughs) she's like you're not getting there um at all so um, there's another foil in their way, which is like now that the grandpa has died and he's died out of state, 
<laughs> what an obstacle. Grandpa's dead. <laughs> and what are we going to do with this corpse? <laughs> <laughs> and they're out of state, too. So it's like, you know, you can't transport a body across state lines. Apparently. Um, so apparently, which is like heavily illegal, I learned in this movie. <laughs> learn. Um Yeah. So, so they, they gather as a family and they like go to see him and then like. This is like Greg Kinnear's like rising energy where he's just mm-hmm. like he's still he's still on his we're not losers bit, but in a much more motivational way where you're like in an actually helpful way. Yeah, yeah and helpful. He's just Dude. like, we're, we still got to do this. We still I mean, got to go. We're, we're not going to lose this. Like, all yeah. of we're going to get you to your pageant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, this is what grandpa would have wanted. Yes. He did not come this far and he would have wanted nothing more than to see Olive do her pageant story the root beer is getting to me and i am belting into this <laughs> microphone and i'm trying to like hold it in but i can't it's like that john mulaney joke where it's like why do you try and talk through the burp just burp right <laughs> but um yeah no he's like grandpa would have wanted this and winners don't give up so mm. he tucks grandpa into the bed sheet oh that they God. used to cover his body within the hospital and is like, like do these windows open can we yeah. open these windows <laughs> yeah i mean like, come on suspension of disbelief like the, the windows in the hospital open which is like definitely not a thing mm. in a hospital but um maybe in you know weird california small town hospital i would hope but. that with private health care you can't open the window in a hospital honestly, honestly like i feel like with sure private health care you could probably open a window i feel that's like the that's option. they paid for that option exactly i yes. pay two thousand dollars a month just to yeah. not have the option to jump out a window in you need the penthouse uh, hospital room yeah you can open the window so so they get they get uh frank and i don't what's paul dano's character's name again dwayne dwayne yeah Frank and Dwayne to like go outside under that window. It's like go under that window. Uh, um, Olive has to like look out, like keep lookout. Oh and gosh. basically, yeah, Tony Collette and Greg Kinnear like lift Grandpa through the window down to Frank oh, and Dwayne, no. and then they they all just ru- rush him to into the back of the fucking van. They put him yep. in the back and they, <laughs> they push the van down. It's like they push the van down and hop in. I gotta say, my favorite part of this whole sequence is like. The, the dad's sort of like losing his marbles a little bit and he's like no no come, come on let's, let's, we'll just take him with us yeah and we'll deal with it when we get to california and like Tony yeah. is like are what no yeah. of course not but and then i don't know what he says but he says something and there's this beat and she's just like fuck it fuck it let yeah whatever let's get let's, we're let's doing get it <laughs> and this is in broad daylight like this is yeah. noon yeah. Oh, yeah, this, is this is supposed to be at like noon they're no, doing yeah. i think it is like if you think about yeah. it because like daddy-o would have yeah. gotten to the hotel super late late yeah when you when now when it's early yeah and then i imagine because he said that they wanted to leave at right. 7 40 that's in the movie yeah, yeah so it's probably like four right see and steve Carell's energy is so good in this whole movie like yeah. there's a point where like like the ambulance pulls up with an emergency Emergency as they're trying to get the window, and Steve Rose like, rah, 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 rah. he's like doing like a body yeah, move. Yeah. Like, don't, don't, don't do the body at. There's someone oh, there. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's I also dressed all in white, which we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, well, that's right. He is dressed. He's dressed always dressed in white for the whole yeah. film. Yeah, he's got like a white dress shirt and white pants. He's just all white. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. like a linen Miami Vice thing going on. Yeah, yeah, but um. Yeah, so they smuggle Grandpa's corpse out of the hospital and <laughs> yeah, pull him in the what, trunk. And then anyway, they get away with Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how it is. Somehow yeah. nobody was in that parking lot. I don't, I right. mean, like suspension of disbelief, obviously, yeah. for this. Point. I was about to, we gotta we, get him out of We there. talked about it when, when we were watching the movie where it's like, 
you know, realistically speaking, someone would probably, one person would notice what's happening. But in at the, the same day, time, there's just no way to make it look like you're not carrying a body. But like, the, you yeah. can't lug a body around and make it not look like that's what you're doing. But the best right? part about that is that it gives a shit. It's yeah. better than you <laughs> yeah. away with grandpa. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. lit. lit that they pull it off. And then oh. the best thing, the best thing, one of the best things in this movie that happens is the horn breaks on the van. So oh it just God. beeps the whole time. It's like, which incites a police officer to pull them over because yeah. their horn is just like beeping the whole time. Yeah. And the police officer is a uh, DA agent. Frank, uh, Hank Schrader yes. from Breaking Bad. Breaking yeah. Bad. I, 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 always, I forgot. I always forget he's in this movie. I mean, yeah. I never knew it because like I hadn't seen Breaking Bad um, the first, second or third time I watched this movie. But he when is I saw what it, I. Oh. No, no, go no, on. go. Please. I want to know what you call him. I was him. just going to say he is like the like retired version of Bruce Willis, I feel like. <laughs> Dean Norris. That's yeah, Dean Norris. Dean Norris. Yeah. <laughs> Discount Bruce Willis. I'm sure he'd love to hear that. Yeah, yes. I would. Honestly, he's a TV, he's like a, a TV actor yeah. with some film credits. He probably loves that comparison. Yeah. You know, he's absolutely he's doing fucking fun, <laughs> right? Um uh, he's the guy that pulls them over and yeah, he's um, the cop. <laughs> um Greg Kinnear, like ever this ever the smooth guy. Um freaks out completely and when he when the officer mm -hmm. like moves to like go to the back of the van um greg kinnear just goes no don't yeah um, this is like not well no he, he says something very specific which is funny he just goes as he's about to he's like it's not illegal <laughs> uh, he's like sir you understand that you are giving me cause to search your yeah, trunk right now yeah. right right and then dean norris pops the trunk and, and all of the uh, grandpa's porno mags fall out yeah oh, oh my god form. funny well, but there's something okay i should say when he opens it up the way they have grandpa's corpse okay if you can imagine like imagine like I'm not going to draw it. Where this is a podcast. Um, imagine the, the, the trunk of describe it with your words. Yeah. Give me a word picture. Cam. Open trunk of a car. And like grandpa's head is up by where like the top left portion. And then it comes down and up and down again. And it literally looks like someone with their like knees to their chest. Like okay. holding in that position, yeah. and there's it's unmistakable. Like if there's no way, it's a body. It's a body. It's right. so right. clearly a body. It's a body wrapped in cloth. Uh, like absolutely. And then, um, but the 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 cop is distracted by all the porno. And okay. he, like he like calls Greg Kinnear to the back. He's like, get back here. Yeah, and Come he calls him back, and he's like. I love this stuff. It's so <laughs> oh. porno and he's like, oh yeah, look at these. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like he's got side little mumble lines. It's like, yeah, so dirty. Yeah. Nice family you got here, but you need a little something on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, get it. I get it. Yeah. So nice family weird. you got there, but sometimes extra like oh yeah, yeah. yeah hey tony collette and then he comes across <laughs> and then he comes across the gay porno magazine oh. that steve carell's character bought and he like pauses and he looks at him and he goes well i'll let you go yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh god, my god sure. <laughs> i think he does say i think he goes like well different strokes or something like yeah, that exactly. he does take something yeah, like well, that. Tweets the he home. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, well, love is love. And uh, yeah. here we go. Yeah. Get that horn fixed. Bye. But yeah, so yeah. like yeah. from beyond the grave, Grandpa saves the day with his with his smut. Yeah, yeah. And saves him from getting arrested. And it's like the it's the best thing in the world. It's like that's that to me is the moment that Alan Arkin got the Oscar. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he <laughs> funny, technically. Yeah. And then I will say uh what happens next is the saddest moment in this entire no. movie. It's so horrible, actually. It's really, really kind of sad it, it, it truly it's yeah, heartbreaking it's like yeah. so crushing as a matter of fact yeah like, so earlier in the hospital olive had like this this book that had a bunch of like eye tests and she was just like oh like Dwayne, like do these eye tests with me and then he didn't do it and she just was obsessed with like having people do these eye tests so she has it in the van and then she's having like Dwayne do the eye tests and the colorblind eye test comes up uh to see if you're colorblind uh, and as it turns out, Dwayne is colorblind and okay. he never knew it because he can't see the number. I think it's 13 in the little mm. like oh, circle. Okay. And then Frank, because he's a very smart man, says you're colorblind, Dwayne. And then there's a silence. And then Frank says, it means you can't fly planes in the Air Force. Oh, no. Yeah, Which is like, you know. His the reason why he's thing. silent right oh. now is that he's not going to speak until he gets back, gets into the Air Force. Oh, yeah. And then uh, no. it's actually kudos to Paul Dano. He's a, I mean, oh. I, we all know that Paul Dano is a good actor, yeah. but he has this very visceral physical freak out yeah. where he starts trembling in his hands up into his shoulders. And then he starts punching, punching the, the vehicle, just like the, the, the roof and the, and the door. And obviously everyone freaks out. I was like, pull over, pull over. Oh, my goodness. And he is so like compelled to scream that he covers his his mouth with like both of his hands and runs from the car into this like dusty field, like fast as he can and just starts screaming, like screaming these like, like, fuck these loud, very visceral screams of pain. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really the part of the movie where I was like, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) That part, I will say I've seen this movie so many times and that part always seems like it comes sooner than I think. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. not a long movie, Loomis. No, it's it's a it's a fairly short movie, but yeah, that moment is so like, oh my god, because this whole time you're wondering, not wondering, but you're just like, you know, there's something, there's there's so much, he's so deep that character, like in yeah. terms of different ways, and then that happens, and you're like, oh my god, that's so that's terrible, like mm. it's that's his dream, and it's yeah. crushed, and it's really it, all it makes that's you feel kind of been revealed about him too, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's his whole personality from what you know about it. Well, what I like about Paul Dano's character, like Will was saying, is that like he's so deep in that, like, okay, so the adult in me is like, it's being a fucking brat, like talk, like mm-hmm. it, it, you're annoying. But then he's also shown many, many uh, occasions where he's not, an, he's not a jerk. Like he like cares about his mom to he's a certain extent. Angsty. He's just an angsty, angsty teenager. Yes, yes. That's he's it's it a good is. way of putting it. He's angsty. Yeah. And on some level he is being dragged along like i think about me as a teenager if i all of a sudden had to uproot my weekend to drive to california for my little sister and like i think all of this is bullshit like obviously you're gonna be a little you know what else you know, i forgot to mention at the beginning of all of this what's that say? all of this technically is half sister what so like there's a part what? very what? very very beginning of the movie when tony <gasps> that's Collette- a revelation to me yeah, yeah I, I was, no, what? no seriously like go back to the beginning of that movie and watch the dinner scene okay. where they're eating the fried chicken and mm. um when they're explaining oh. about how olive got into pageantry and um tony Collette's character is like Dwayne was gone visiting his dad 
mm. for the for the oh. one rank. So, and and okay. then so we took Olive to Florida, and her aunt got her wow. into pageants. Olive is his half sister. Mm. What? Yeah. That, yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, Dwayne is his old son from a previous marriage. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I decided to fact check that because I was like, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I mean, but then her, his other sister, Tony Collect's other daughter, got beheaded in a freak <laughs> accident. So. Don't say in the that. much more prequel to Little Bit Sunshine. Alenka remembers that. I remember. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So like, he's very like disconnected from all of this because like, yeah, Olive is his sister, but she's his half sister. She's like, and she's, there's such an age gap between them. It makes sense that he like mm-hmm. wouldn't give a shit about any yeah. stuff that she's getting into. Yeah. Excuse yeah. There's, me. There's many different family members all related to each other differently in this whole movie. It's like yeah. the dad's father, the wife's brother. Yeah. Exactly. Half siblings. <laughs> Dead grandfather. That also explains why like, Greg Kinnear's character and Paul Dano's character like barely have a relationship. Yeah, they don't even talk. It's like, <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. Like, yeah, God, that make. I don't. Okay, I have no logic for this, but him being his stepdad makes the dad more pathetic for some reason. <laughs> like, I have really no reason for that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being a stepdad. No, there's something about him not being his biological son that you're just like, yeah, of course Paul Dano's character doesn't give a shit about you. You know what it is? It's because I have more respect for and Paul see, Dano's character. Yeah, Because yeah, exactly. <laughs> this fucking, your mom married this fucking loser with a nine-step program and wants to be a, like, a, like a motivational yeah. speaker, but hasn't done anything with his life. Girl. Like, that's the thing, right? Like, motivational speakers, usually you become a motivational speaker because you've done something else. You were successful in another field. Yeah, exactly. And then, kind of, and then you wrote a book and then transferred over to motivational speaking. <laughs> but he just decided to skip all of that. That's a good and just point. Telling people about their lives. I never thought about it like, that what way. Gave you the, that's why he's such a fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> well, think, it's, it's true because he literally, he doesn't have any education. He doesn't have any credentials. He as far have, as we know, no. He's, yeah. like, he's like, if I graduated high school and was like, I'm going to be a motivational speaker. Yeah. I'm That's all that. That's his life trajectory. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. I'm 18. Yeah. I know everything about the world. His he's just coasting on the good looks of Greg Kinnear and that's all he's doing. Done. Yeah. Done absolutely. and done. Like his success completely relies upon people being successful off of this like system that he made up. Totally. And right. it's so basic. Like you can see it on the projection screen at the very beginning of the movie. It's like be a good person. Have a dream. Work really hard. Yeah. Don't give yeah. up. Overcome obstacles. Success. Give me like, five dollars. Yeah, it's like very basic, very bullshit. Like motivation. It's like Instagram yeah. motivation. You know, you can follow an Instagram account for free and yeah. get the same motivation. Guys, <laughs> like charging money. For. I got better, yeah. better motivation on Snapchat stories. <laughs> <laughs> True. I get more from uh, from now this on Twitter, like, like, <laughs> like sixty second documentary series than this fucking guy. I don't wholesome experience with blog to <laughs> watching the recipe videos for fun right. yeah. so Dwayne is like out there screaming and he's like un- right. unconsolable and mom comes down to try to like get him back but he's like no I'm not I'm not leaving and then he basically just calls out not his whole family, but like half his family of just yeah. like, of just like divorce, suicide, drug addict. Like you're all fucking losers. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I'm not part of this family anymore. I hate this family. And he just yeah. wants to stay there. Yeah. And then there's a touching yeah. scene. Like mom comes back up and then Abigail walks down. She's got like what she's wearing, like big ass boots too. It's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cute. Very sweet. Well, it's funny because the dad in his cluelessness is like, I'm just concerned about the time. Uh, <laughs> Olive, you want to go talk to him? Like, it's like, it's yeah. so just wow. like, wow, I mean, you're a, 
Yeah. Out of this, man. Oh, he's so bad. Yeah. But all she does is just she comes down and then basically just holds him and put his puts her head on her his shoulder, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Yeah, okay, I know." He's like, Fine. and he gets up, and they walk up, and he apologizes, and they get back on the road, and. He's probably scarred, but you know he'll be fine. He's colorblind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> now that Paul uh, Dwayne is talking, though, that character, like, I don't know how to explain it. This whole movie is like they give you these images of these characters that are so, like, in a word, like starkly negative. Minus for Olive, Olive is sweet through the whole film. Mm-hmm. But um, as except you, for that time where she says a bunch of racist slurs, yeah, it's exactly. really weird. You know? <laughs> what are you talking? About? <laughs> yeah. She's at the top of her lungs. That, was, that seemed a little uncalled for. Oh, yeah. Comedy. Yeah. I mean, that's why she got the Oscar nom, you know. <laughs> she comes out. She comes out in blackface. I don't like being lied to. My grandpa taught me this one. Whoops. We're all lying, Alenka. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> A small, a small part of me wishes that was true. <laughs> small, small evil part of me. Yeah. Um, we were talking. We, we were. Um, well, Daniel gets back, back on the van. Yeah. Him how, talking is weird. Yeah. How you watch the film? Like they, they all open up and they don't change really in terms of like difference in their behavior, but they all just become so much more likable and well rounded in 3D. And I think oh, that yeah. has l- large in part has to do with how. At this point in the film, now that everyone's had their freak out, everyone's had their fucking moment. Everyone's had their moment. You know, we get to the city and we're almost there. We're almost at this hotel and everyone is just like, get all of to the oh, yeah. game mode. Like everyone's everyone on board. Everyone's just like, this is our goal. Yeah. We're, it's all, it's always been their goal, but now everyone's on board. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone you're right. died for this. Yeah. <laughs> well, it also it almost seems it. like it's the only thing that gives them a purpose right now at this point, right? Like the one guy yes. is trying to kill himself. The dad mm-hmm. is not going to have his book. He's not a motivational person. And the brother just found out he can't do his dream. Yeah. Yeah. Grandpa's dead. So. <laughs> Grandpa <laughs> didn't even make yeah. it. Grandpa's yeah. in the trunk so, chilling. It, it's this 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 joy and this passion is so infectious at this point. Yeah, because oh, they yeah. do this thing where it's like, okay, where, where's the exit? And it's like, there it is. And then and they get off on the exit, but they slowly discover that it's the wrong exit. <laughs> yeah, because they're, they're they're driving no. away from the hotel. They yeah. see oh. it. The registration window for the pageant oh. closes at three, and they get into town at. It's like, like two fifty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So like yeah, like Cam said, they're like they see the the hotel where the pageant is being held, and like he gets on what he thinks is the exit, and then they start slowly going past slowly the hotel. Away. And like, what's happening? You're going past it, you're going past it, you're going past it. No freaking out. And he's yeah. like, This is a one way road, I can't turn around. <laughs> so he gets off at the next exit and it leads into Shit. a parking lot on the other side of the hotel. Um, like just like like across the way, so he just like busts through yeah. the like the like barrier because they can't break. If they break, they're gonna have to restart the car. Exactly. So they just burst through. They burst through this parking lot and they're like swerving and shit. And they eventually get onto this road that ends in a cul-de-sac. So like, or like, because I'm about and like they're just going around and around. And he's like, I'm not messing this pageant, yeah. and pulls into like. In in sort of hotel parking complexes, there's like these extra special pathways that'll get you right to the hotel. Yeah. So he like yeah. pulls on to one of those. It's basically mm-hmm. a sidewalk. He basically yeah. <laughs> a slightly bigger sidewalk, oh. and like he does all he dodges all these like 
obstacles like and people later and shit thank <laughs> god in the parking lot and they're like go go and they open up the car door and it just falls off like we don't need the van anymore exactly. it's fine we got here, like, here. If this, it, the van's falling apart if this was a cartoon and if this was our reality where it becomes a talking van its wheels would go like ah yeah right, right. <laughs> and, like its fender would like turn into a crown yeah that yeah, would be like yeah rod frank and then fucking frank <laughs> steve crow runs like he's like he literally this this whole scene of him just like running through the doors like stopping for the automatic doors running yeah. and he's just like so like literally bolting through the hotel to get to the sign up sheet just to like hold all of spot like it's yeah. so good mm-hmm. he, oh my he's God. so motivated so, to just get there Carell run on the office but like Steve Carell does this run where like he doesn't move his yeah. torso it's he's, like it's like straight it's, up it's all in the elbows it's just like elbows. he's just like all right angles all the way to the yeah. hotel room yeah. Oh, I like miss the hotel door and it's like 305 and <laughs> oh. like, i'm here to register olive and the family catches up with him and the lady at the registration desk is like sorry it's too late you're too late you should have oh, been, yeah. been this here. is the fucking sparkle sparkle magic lady from donnie darko what's her name <laughs> sparkle motion yeah. i've seen her in a bunch of stuff but i i know she's one of those actresses where it's like i see you everywhere and i don't know your name mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah she's she in the mindy that. project i'll see if like who's she in the mindy project she's one of, she's um um the the nurse um the drunk there's nurse. a few of them in little <laughs> no she's like the drunk nurse oh like the old woman yeah the old woman oh yeah, sure oh, yeah she's, sure. she's yeah. always playing like just like a fucking jaded old woman in every yeah, single yeah. thing okay yeah no so she's she's like a beth stuck grant up, by the beth way grant yeah right. she was like a stuck up uh pageant lady in this movie and um she's like sorry like i can't help you that's not the accent that she has i can't help <laughs> you four minutes late <laughs> you can't sign up for the pageant sweetheart sorry, sorry. you should have should have been here at three o'clock sharp <laughs> yeah what if it wasn't like an accent like that what if it was like the weird french canadian accent she's like oh fuck you can't sign up anymore by day. <laughs> oh, so sorry sorry we, we too late there bud you're fucking you showed up not in time <laughs> Oh, the TD Bank. Yeah, the TD Bank. The TD yeah. Bank. Just start speaking in French. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, oh, tabled neck. I can't <laughs> open up these. The registration for you. Oh, Jesus. But um, yeah, so um, the guy who's like running tech next to her. Sorry, the Jaeger's starting to hit, so I'm getting sloppy. Um, the guy who's right next to us, he's on the computer machine. <laughs> he's the one, like, registering all them, and he's just like, oh, it takes, like, five minutes. I can do it. Yeah, and she's like, like oh, well, yeah. it's your time. And then she leaves, and she wow. registers, and then he just goes like, I'm not working for these fucking people next year. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny, because now that I'm in theater, I know this guy. Totally. Like, yeah. I know this guy yeah. so well. Yeah, absolutely. And the, you know what? He's been mistreated, and he's absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, he has a right to You know, he, he's probably with IATSE. He's like, tech, fuck it. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll work somewhere else. <laughs> Running tech for a pageant must be the worst game. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. the pageant starts. They get in. She's, like, getting ready with her mom and the back dressing room they all oh before that they meet um miss universe that miss universe of that year right it's yeah. miss universe or is it oh, miss california miss california they meet miss california who's there yeah the adult one who's like oh, signing God. autographs and it's so cute uh <laughs> abigail breslin walks up and she gets her autograph but before she leaves she goes miss california do you eat ice cream oh 
And she's like, oh, yeah, I love ice cream. I eat it all the time. Uh, so that's just like. It's a and cute Olive moment. like walks away and she's like, mom, she eats ice cream. Yeah, it's full <laughs> circle. So cute. Actually, Miss California, despite her small contribution to the film, was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Because as we, we'll get to it as we we'll continue. Get to, we'll get to why she is, but, but she's, she's the best. So they go backstage. Mm-hmm. They get everyone set. They go backstage. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly what happens. Okay. Next. My favorite, one of my favorite parts Please. happens. I, I mean, like Help. it's my favorite part because I've Help. seen the movie, but um, tech guy walks up to Olive and he's like, he's like, Olive, right? And she's like, yeah. He's like, I need your music. And she's like, oh, right. My music. And she goes oh. and she gets her disc man. Because it's like 2005, Cute. she has a disc man. Get over it, Zoomers. Um, <laughs> Sam has a problem uh, with uh, 2006. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, she gets her CD and she hands it to the guy, and she's like, "Track 12." And he's like, "Is this your music? Like, who gave who gave this to you?" And she's like, "Oh, like my grandpa. He taught me all my moves." And he's Cute. like, "Your grandpa told you to listen to this?" And like, it's important <laughs> foreshadowing for later. But he's like, "Who gave you this music?" Mm. <laughs> um, and she's like my grandpa and he's like okay yeah he's like, like well, cool and walks away um and his like you know like typical tech guy he's like this is gonna cause problems for later but i'm just the guy who yeah, presses exactly play. just never mind it's I'm my job to put the cd in it's not <laughs> my job to care about what's coming out the speakers exactly oh, yeah. like, i don't care what all i care about is the speakers <laughs> so um he walks away and Olive like uh, starts the show, so they're at the pageant Ooh. finally, and the show is starting. And like, and it's Olive- classic pageant. You're like, what yeah. is fuck is going on now? And like, what is this shit? Her fucking thumb. It is so yeah. she like she goes on stage mm. in the same ponytail that she has been wearing for the, the whole entire movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's just different clothes. And it's really right. funny because th- I brought this up earlier, where it's like. Uh, when they leave all of the gas station, they, she does this. They do this thing where it's like, I'm gonna go practice my routine, and then. You get so caught up in the emotions of the family believing in in Olive and her getting there yeah. that you forget that no one's seen her routine yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't then, know if she's actually um, like worthy or not. Exactly. <laughs> she and Grandpa have been practicing in private, completely unsupervised, um, this entire time. No one else in the family knows what her routine looks like. Yeah. yeah. And then like it's starting to dawn on everyone that like maybe she's a little out of her depth here. Uh-huh. yeah and like for what it's worth she does have nice clothes it's just like well she's not, not a pageant family they don't give a shit about any of this well stuff. yeah she didn't come out in like a wig tony collette like throws right. some like some lip gloss and some eyeliner on her and it's like clear lip gloss like she would be better off she probably put vaseline on her fucking lips yeah, it's, vaseline. it's the same thing and like like <laughs> threw on some wet and wild onto those eyelids yeah. and then, like, called it a day yeah. and then she like slapped a swimsuit on and like went out there yeah. it's like she clearly stands out yeah. against these like completely done up i think they walk into the backstage area and there's like a four-year-old getting spray tanned like oh yeah spray, yeah on. it's, it's disgusting these, these little <laughs> yeah these little toddlers and tiaras um are like <laughs> yeah. getting like spray tanned and airbrushed and she's just back there like I just had my, my my little one piece on and I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, two things it's do happen American kind of during all this. Yeah. Yeah. Um Greg right. Kinnear finds an undertaker service to take his grand his father <laughs> out of the van. So he says goodbye, basically emotional goodbye to his father driving away in the undertaker's van. Uh, and they're going to take him back to Albuquerque. Um, mm-hmm. And the other thing is uh, Dwayne and Frank are kind of sitting kind of in the hallways of this hotel with, and there's all, you know, the moms and little girls and they're both kind of like, Oh, 
let's get out of here. We don't like this. So they they go down to like the boardwalk and like the ocean and they kind of they have a, like an emotional chat in a way. Yeah. Where basically Dwayne is just like, fuck being a teenager. You know, I hate this life. I just want to go back. I was like, I'm going to find a way to fly planes, colorblind or not. I'm going to do it. He has and then, this like quintessential line that's just like, and fuck beauty pageants. Life is just one beauty pageant after after another. High school, college, work, fuck that. I was like, <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then it's Steve Carell. When you're, when you're wearing sweatpants to your 8.30 a.m. classical studies course, you will learn that life is very much not a pageant. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, I wish I wish life was maybe a little bit more glamorous. Exactly. Just you wait. But yeah, no, it's, Steve Carell has this amazing you line. Where always he always about- somebody to make it. Yeah, yeah, exa- yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Steve Carell has this amazing moment where it's like, no, you all of the he he tells a story about the uh, author that he's um like so well versed in Proust, Proust, yeah. and uh, he talks about how he mentions that like all of the best learning experiences that he's ever had were when he was suffering in the times when he was like, you know, discriminated against and beaten and tortured and all this, all this horrible <laughs> things that have happened to him. I'm sure. He was um, locked up in a basement and- for like five years of his life as a boy. And- <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Shackled to a radiator. Yeah. Typical like 1800s author. He just yeah. like sat in a lot. He was drawn and quartered, years. but lived. <laughs> um, but um Basically, he says, like, because Paul Dano's like, I want to skip to when I'm 18 and just be an adult and move on. And Steve Carell is like, well, you can't miss out on all those years of suffering because then how else are you going to learn good lessons? Right. And he's like, oh, think of high school, like all this suffering you're going to do. Yeah, that's a lot of suffering. <laughs> yeah. Your prime suffering. <laughs> that's, 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 those prime suffering those. years. That's yeah. funny. They have this sort of like conversation and like Steve Carell like, looks over at Paul Dano's like, I'm glad you're talking again, Dwayne. Yeah. Sweet. Well, they've been bonding the whole film, right? They have a very like silent but mutual relationship, which is really impressive, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I really like their relationship. Yeah, it's really cool. I love how they they Yeah. They have that moment. It's like, yeah, you're all right, kid. And then they go back. They they walk, they go back to the pageant, and then you kind of have this montage of it's the talent portion of the pageant. Yeah. And all of these contestants are like amazing. They're like dancing and singing Mm -hmm. and they're just like absolutely blowing away everyone. Yeah. Like in the audience and they immediately leave and they're just (laughs) like, Olive can't do this. Like she's like, like we need to stop her from one, like making a fool of herself and like also pageants are bullshit. She shouldn't be doing this. Mm -hmm. Like Dwayne goes backstage. So does the dad. Like they're all like, like you need need to to like, like, we need to stop her from doing this so that she doesn't like, have trauma from so yeah. basically being made fun of. Remember this moment for the rest of her life. Family. One of my favorite lines in the whole film is like, like you just said, they, uh, Paul Dano and Steve Carell walk in and they see some girl doing some like sick triple backflip or yeah. something, <laughs> and then immediately like come back out. Paul Dano's like, "I'm going backstage," and Steve Carell's like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you better go do that." Yeah, yeah but um, Tony Collette and all in her infinite wisdom. Again, this movie is just Tony Collette being a really good fucking mom. Totally, she's yeah. like, guys, I can't stop this. Like, we gotta just let Olive be Olive. You know, like mm-hmm. she's in it. She wants to be in it, and she's going to do what she's got to do. And we got to, we got to let her. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really dope. So Olive gets her call to come to the stage to perform her talent segment. And, um, they're like, and Tony Collette pulls her aside and she's like, listen, Olive, 
if you don't want to do this, we can just leave. Don't worry about it. We can just get out of here. What do you want to do? And Olive just like looks up and she looks at her family and she looks at the like stage manager or whatever, who's like waiting for her very impatiently, might I add. Yeah. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. She's hilarious in that show. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought I recognized her. She's apparently, yeah. that actress apparently isn't always sunny. Yeah. Uh, she's the one who's always like slurping like oh like she's like the cousin or something <laughs> that's so funny that's good to know um, yeah. but yeah no um so all of like looks to the stage manager and like looks to her family and looks back and she's like i'm gonna go and she like goes on stage. Like, takes her glasses off yeah, and, like takes her glasses off puts them on the counter so oh, God, my favorite part. i mean like everybody's favorite fucking part is like literally the climax of the movie um she gets to the stage she goes up on stage um and she's dressed in like a like a like a little kitty three piece suit. Yeah, like really a like, cute. like a magician's outfit. She's dressed like yeah, a yeah. Outfit, she's okay. very like different from everyone on. else. Yeah, <laughs> she's got like a red headband on and like a top red hat. top hat, yeah. white shirt, yes. black coat. The drink has Jaeger. It's dark. It's oh. so it's like kind of dark, dark, almost black. Oh. Oh. Ice cream, oh. red cherries. It looks like red. Abigail Breslin at the end of this movie. Sure, gotcha. There you go. Roll credits. Like this part (laughs) and movie film. Come on. Yeah. So she gets up on stage and she asks for the host to come over and she grabs his mic and she goes, I want to dedicate this performance to my grandfather who showed me these moves. And the host is like, Aw, where's your grandfather? And she goes, In the trunk of our car. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And he's like, like, Great. Kids say the darndest things. Anywho. Yeah, anyways. And she gets ready and she stands at the center of the stage and super freak. James starts to play. (laughs) Hence the name of the drink. She's (laughs) a very kicky girl. The best strip tease ever performed <gasps> by a six-year-old. Yeah, it's very clearly a strip tease. The horny grandpa taught his toddler granddaughter a strip tease no, for a beauty no. pageant. And it's it's almost like he's like he did it on purpose to like mock pageants. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yes. like yes. he knew yes. this is not going to win this. It's and just he was in beauty pageants and was like, oh. I got something for you. Yeah, it. let me just, I know exactly how we're going to win that particular pageant. I got a treat for you, motherfucker. Exactly, no, exactly. But it, it, it's hysterical to think about how, because the grandpa would have had to know how to do that routine. <laughs> He's probably watched a lot. Yeah. I think yeah. that's <laughs> but like the, what's great about it is like I don't you never watch that scene going like oh the grandpa's a pervert you watch it like like it's never like oh like they were a grandfather and a granddaughter doing something really bad it's literally right. like he's just showing her like funny moves to do you know right. what I mean like you never watch that scene as if something horrible happens right. no, like, no, there's it, a part in her routine where she runs around in circles on the stage exactly oh, yeah. like, just like, like, like yeah she does grab her tie like she takes off her like tie that's a part of her costume and like rubs it on her butt she does the like oh butt floss thing that totally. you do with your towel when you're in the shower <laughs> yeah. but she yeah. also runs around in circles and like, oh, yeah. like pretends right. to be like swimming it's she very does, cute like, no no stroke move yeah. It's, yeah. it's very cute because like all of the things that are supposed to be like quote unquote sexy moves. Like she's six. She's she doesn't know her body any of that. Yeah. It's, it's adorable. Artist, but she obviously like obviously she doesn't know that these are like sexy moves. She's like seven. There's a one point yeah. where she's holding her hands above her head like this and just mm-hmm. not moving. 
she's like grabbing her wrist with the other hand and just like yeah. holds them both above her head and just like stands there oh it's yeah. so, so sweet so, and, like, yeah and so the the uptight pageant lady is like what is going what is this this is not and it's, it's like trying to get like he's like cut off the music try but like the tech guy that we saw before is like loving it he's like yeah, yeah. he's like this is no way, way better than everything yeah. else and then Loves but miss california is also loving it that's what i love about this scene miss california is actually really into it and it's like laughing yeah. and having fun there's a one point where she's like jamming out yeah. she's like smiling there's a point where i um, never noticed that before and you were like miss california loves it and i'm like oh she's a beauty queen she's probably just like staying poised no she's enjoying herself no, just like jamming out really <laughs> well there's a part when like uh olive takes off her suit coat and like throws it at the judges yeah <laughs> and miss california is like what so like so but cute. like uptight lady is like trying to get it stopped but then the dad like greg Kinnear runs up and is just like just like what are you doing and the uptight's like you get your daughter off that stage so like he walks over to like olive who's still just doing a routine like totally. like nothing's going on yeah, and then dude. suddenly like greg Kinnear joins into the like gyrating and dancing and then both Dwayne and frank run up on stage and the whole family is basically just like dancing yeah. with their daughter yeah. on stage, making a mockery of this pageant. It's yeah. it's the best. Yeah, like, it's like, so like, great. Up there, Paul Dano gets up there, and then like Tony Collette finally gets up there, and they like it's so cute because they just like stop dancing at one point and just like hold hands in a circle and like jump around. Yes, like, yes. Kindergarten, and it's like the cutest thing on the planet. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just, like, warms like drop facades and just like dance. Totally warms my heart. It's the <laughs> cold, cold heart. Man. Exactly. Yeah. I, I haven't had a heartbeat in well over four years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. one, one good one. <laughs> one song. Yeah. yeah. To last me like at least like a few more, you know, years yeah. until I die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um um Well hard cut to the security office. Oh yeah, they go there in security office and the guy, the officer comes out and he's just like, Well, we're willing to let you go uh on one condition that your daughter never participate in any pageant ever again. <laughs> <laughs> So Olive gets banned from the state of California beauty pageants. Well, I, yeah. I love because um, uh, Steve Crow's character turns around and goes, "I think we, I think we're okay with that." He's like, "I think we can do that." Yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah, fine. <laughs> and then they go home, and then the movie ends. That's it, really. And they, they pile in the car. Yeah, really. And they sail off, sail off. Well, they, well off. the ending is actually it's kind of it's a little bit slow motion, and they push they they push the van one last time. Yeah, and they like they all like run in and one at a time, kind of slow motion hop in, and everyone's cheering like they're all working together. So yeah, they hop into right. the van, but then uh, the pageant lady is at there's a like a toll booth with the with the fucking like barrier. <laughs> the yeah, pageant lady <laughs> is sitting there, and the van just like blows by her and breaks through the barrier. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God! What a what? A, and then the Actually, other. There is one like sweet moment mm-hmm. before, just before they leave, where they um they get back to the van and they open up the trunk to put their bags in, and they see the white sheet that Grandpa was wrapped in, mm-hmm. and they kind of like sigh because it's just like fl- it's just like lying flat because obviously he's not in there anymore. And um, um, Greg Kinnear's character just kind of like looks at it, and they all kind of look at it all sad, and he looks at Olive and he goes, "You know, your Grandpa would have been so proud." Of what you did today, mm-hmm. yeah. 
and everyone's and like, true. yeah, yeah, good job, Olive, good yeah. job. You would have been proud of all of us. You know, we never talked. They roll to, up the sheet and they put their bags in the car. We talked about yeah. the emotional end of of um, the father t- saying goodbye to the grandpa, but we forgot about the actually great moment when he's talking to the to the Undertaker people, and it's just like, yeah, you know, he was napping in the back, yeah. and he goes, and he didn't wake up. Like, yep, yeah. all right, where's the body? <laughs> and they open up the trunk, and it's still like you know, like yeah. wrapped up in the trunk, curled up in the. Both sort of look at him like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they drive into the sunset, and uh, yeah, that is how the movie ends. And then yes. roll credits. What an adventure! And that is yeah. the Miss Sunshine. What a journey think, we've been on. Yep. This has been my favorite movie on the show. Oh because yay! This has been so fun. Oh, <laughs> I want to watch it, but I already I'm checked. You should, you should watch the movie. <laughs> I, actually, I actually wanted to ask you this because obviously, yeah, I, I forgive me if you've been asked this question before, either like off or oh, on. I know mic, what but, you're going to you ask, know, honey. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, yeah, like you've done so many of these episodes, and obviously, every single person who picks their movie picks it because they love this movie. They love whatever yeah. movie they come onto the show with, and they want you to like it so much. But like. Um, do you feel like you want to watch this movie now? Like, yeah. would you, would so you turn here's around the, and watch this movie? Here's the thing is that pretty much if it's not on Netflix or it's not extremely easy for me to access, uh-huh. even if I really want to watch it, I'm probably not going to watch it. Will. That's fair. Has not sent me the links <laughs> to the movies that I've not been able to access. Oh, so <laughs> to Will, you got to just message me in the moment. 99% of the work already, but it also find <laughs> me with the movies when Netflix doesn't. That'd be fabulous. Mm. But I do apologize. Movie, we did have to like pay for it on yeah, YouTube. It's I, not on any streaming. I had to rent so it on YouTube. Sucks. Yeah. Like listen, a guppy. This is, I think, the first time we've had a break and I, I sat on that toilet and I went pee and I thought to myself, I was like, this is going to be the movie that I watch whenever I feel sad, whenever I feel yes. happy, whenever I want to feel uplifted. I literally sat on the toilet and I had that thought halfway through this movie already. So I'm like, I already Amazing. feel this connection to this movie and I really <laughs> want to watch it. Okay, I, yeah. I, I will send you it tonight. Could yes. you? It is worth, yeah. yeah. It is worth doing the extra promises. work to find it somewhere. It's, I mean, it, it, the best part is that it's also like, you know, not long. It's only about an hour 45. No, it's not right. a big commitment. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really great because like as much as I love movies, uh, I have a hard time. Like, I'll be honest with you, like there's times when Sam and I sit down, like, let's watch a movie. Yeah. And runtime is a fact. <laughs> yeah. 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 Honestly. Or if honestly. it's like, hey, do you want to watch this movie? Oh, it's three hours. Yeah. Mm. Honestly, if it's over, if it's over two, like if it's if it is two hours and fifteen minutes long, I'm like, oh, getting into long territory. I'm not no. sure. I don't mm, want to. I don't know if I'm ready for that kind of commitment. But let's watch like, yes. you know, seven episodes of community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes, anyway, exactly. let's watch a season of RuPaul's yeah. Drag Race, shall we? Yes. <laughs> but those are so light, man. You know, it's like that's that's exactly yeah. why this yeah. podcast exists is because movies are too long mm-hmm. and there's so much initial commitment to it. And if you end up not liking it, you can't really just put it away. You're like, well, I already invest like the it's half done. You know, I need to finish it. Yeah. And then yeah. TV shows, you can watch the first episode, which is usually 30 to 40 to 50 minutes and you're like okay i like it or yep. i don't like it and that's it 
Yeah, exactly. <sighs> you, you know what it is with Isn't the TV shows? It's like the it's like the reason they put ninety nine on prices, where it's like you wouldn't buy something if it was forty two dollars, but you buy it because it's forty one ninety nine. Yeah. It's like you wouldn't watch a two hour movie, but you would watch two half an hour episodes. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Or yeah. other way, four two four hour episodes. Yeah, or yeah, or all of Ratchet in one sitting. <clears throat> Me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, honey. Did you? I'm do not that? working right now. Oh, oh shit, girl. All right, girl. Good for you, man. Damn, I can't binge like that anymore. It's only I'm actually kind of glad that a lot of series are going back to like periodical, like mm-hmm. episode, like week by week releases. Although not, not to not to like wholly open up this can of worms. At the same time. <laughs> buddy of mine made an excellent argument about the whole like because like wandavision and mandalorian you know like they all come out week to week it's like that's really great but this show is exclusive to this platform yeah and i'm already uh, paying for that true used to this model of like having everything right. so, like, access for my payment bitch yeah like, it'd be different if it was like some cable thing but like you're paying for the premium of having it all available that's why you're paying for it yeah, but you know what? I really appreciate the fact that like nobody can give me that like fucking annoying argument that's like, oh well, it's like only like six episodes long. Just like watch it in an evening, you know? It's like <laughs> well, we all have yeah. the same amount of time to watch an episode because it's not released all in one sitting right away. I mean, it definitely extends hype, right? Like the yeah. people, the WandaVision conversation is like weeks long now as yeah. opposed to like we all ran through it in a weekend yeah. and it was yeah. fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i want a business great i'm actually really enjoying I'm it i'm so glad we don't have to catch a go train after this camp yeah. <laughs> i can't i'm so excited that i'm I'm, that I'm, not, I'm so excited that i'm not gonna throw up after mm. this this is great <laughs> we have some chips that's, to go oh. that's fine <laughs> yeah well, no I'm so glad that you liked just us telling you like drunkenly about this movie and like it. And it really yes. is such a good feel good movie. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's got its conflict. Yeah. Like it's not, you know, all the way sunny, all the way through. Mm-hmm. Not like pun intended. Right. But um, Little Miss Sunny. It's got its conflict, but yeah. it really does make you feel so good. And I, th- I feel like in these quarantine days, I needed to watch this movie. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. I'm glad mm-hmm. for the excuse to do it. Because, like, holy shit, does this movie just ever make you feel good about it? Totally. Yeah. yeah. I can tell I'm going to cry. Well, <laughs> you will. But, like, happy um, tears. It's not yeah, It's yeah. Not sad. It's, like, nice little happy tears. Yeah. Alenka. Talk to me. Uh, yeah. How many six-year-old Gail Breslins do you give this movie? <gasps> no, those don't exist. Gail does not exist. They will. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm going to give them... We're going to say that she starts going by Gail at 75. So I'm going to give them 75 mm-hmm. out of 75. Gail Breslin's baby. Hey! Hey! Perfect score. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what our score was on jaw. I think it was like a, like a six or a seven out of 10 or something like that. Who knows? All I, <laughs> I don't even remember. Was it? We don't even know what the rating like system was. Richard Dreyfus's? I can't remember what I think the. I think it was. I think it was. <laughs> How many? Yeah. Saddy Richard. How many Saddy Richard Dreyfus's? Richard Dreyfus's. Richard Dreyfus's. Yeah. 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 Richard Dreyfus's. Yeah. I'm very excited about this movie. And Will, if you fucking it don't send it to me, it is worth the extra work to find it or like rent it on YouTube or Amazon Prime or whatever. It's worth it. Such a good time. So good. Who's going to hook me up? Also, you're ready for 48 hours. Technically, I might watch it again in like the next two days. I was about to say, no lie. At some point, we'll, we'll be like in a depressive episode in the next couple of days and yeah. be like, we have it. Well, I want to thank you for coming on. Yes. Well, I want to thank, thank you, you two for having, for having us again. This was the best. Yeah. yeah. 
And if our listeners, um, you know, are you know, are feeling down and want some cheering up, where no. can they find you? Because you cheer me up every week. Oh, that's well. I, I, that sounded insincere. That I actually like. That was a genuine like. Oh. I, listen, I am drunk, and when I am drunk, I get painfully honest and tell everybody exactly what I think about them. So you shouldn't say what you're about to say. No, oh, I want to like, say. <laughs> I've never fucking hated someone more. <laughs> no, I'm sad that this that another episode has come to an end, and I genuinely wish that I had more of an excuse to talk to you guys. And Will, I never got to talk to you that much when we went to school together, but I am so grateful that we have become friends outside of school. Oh, I yeah. genuinely enjoy your company, and Alenka, you are the sunshine of my life. And oh, my- I think that you're the best. Like and I can't wait until we can sit in Will's basement apartment again. Yes. And talk about <laughs> movies and fuck around. Yeah. And exactly. It's going to be great. I, I, I think point. you're both really neat. That's <laughs> the highest compliment I thank you. Always good. And I'm grateful for our for our postgraduate relationship. Absolutely. It's, but it's one of it's one of my it's one of my my highest achievements is Bill Innes likes me. There you go. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, on the, the billboard at home. It's on wax. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, to uh, to uh, answer Will's question, right. uh, you can find us. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us. Our social media is. Sorry, sorry. Can I interrupt you? Please. I mean, like, you're going to do it anyway. Will was like, where can we find you? And I was like, I love yeah. you. <laughs> I've never. You make me so happy. And. <laughs> And when your name shows up in the Twitch stream, I just, <laughs> you know, Sorry, so, anywho, um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at chill spot show. Uh, that's our handle. You can, you can find us on all of the places you listen to the haven't seen a podcast at the chill spot podcast. Mm-hmm. If you just type that in our, uh, we are somehow the only show with that name. I have no idea how that happened. But we're on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, whichever you feel. We do Twitch stream over at twitch.twitch.tv slash chillspot, usually from Wednesdays to Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern. This spiel is getting longer over the years. And I'm I mean, eventually it's it's just going to be too long. It's only a testament to how far we've grown. That's gonna yeah, be you know what? That's very positive. Yeah, but yeah, we twitch all sorts of shit. If we're you tw- haven't heard of us. Why haven't you heard of us? <laughs> we're streaming. We're uh, huge. We're streaming Spider Man Miles Morales. Yeah, we're streaming mm-hmm. uh, a Pokemon Crystal Nuzlocke, which is this thing where Ooh. your Pokemon die for realsies if they die. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> That's the worst thing perfect reaction. And then we're also streaming Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite games of all time. And I mean, like this podcast is going to exist forever. So like maybe by the time you listen to this, um, we're done all of those games. But that is the general stream in which we stream. Yes. So Um, please come and hang out. We'd love to hang out with the stream. Will hangs out with us sometimes. So he's there. Yep. You can yeah. talk most of this, your favorite podcast. Yeah, exactly. On, on Twitch streams. <laughs> yeah, we're talking directly to you, Brad. He does listen to this podcast. Exactly. I know he does. Uh, he's the, he's the podcast of 2020. Oh, Lordy. Oh, Brad. Actually, us. Were we even his favorite? I thought we weren't even his favorite. We were as yeah. Well, we so know. if we were second, haven't seen it was third. Because well, because he actually his favorite podcast is the Rooster Teeth podcast. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh I listen to the RPA. Brad, 
specifically on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it wouldn't be a chill spot appearance if we didn't burn our moderator, Brad Shirk, at least once. Yeah. We love that guy. I'm going to fucking shave his head. Um <laughs> But I uh, thank uh, you. Listen, thank you guys so much for having us on yes, again. Yes, it was another. This was the best, time. like the coolest, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, coolest. Uh, I'm going to well, try and keep you on the call for another like 45 minutes. Just <laughs> I'm drunk and I love you so much. Yeah. Exactly. Well, if you want to follow the coolest podcast other than Chill Spot, they're really cool. Uh, you can follow us at Haven't Seen a Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and at Haven't underscore seen underscore it on Twitter. You can also go to our website, Haven't Seen a Podcast dot com. There you'll find a big list of movies, a link I hasn't seen, as well as all the episodes and pictures of our guests and our drinks and links to all the other places you can listen to us like Spotify, not Instagram, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher wherever you find podcasts we're probably there because that's how the algorithm works i guess and uh leave us a review give us a rating on itunes that really helps uh i guess i hope hopefully it helps uh, yeah we make I've, mad money off this hear. so give us yeah and and also i want to i want to make an announcement this is not going to be the last time you hear the chill oh. spot on the haven't seen a podcast because Exciting news. We have a live stream coming up. Yes. Yes, they do. They yes. do, darling. On Friday, March 19th, 7.30 p.m., we oh, will be having chills, our baby. 50th episode live stream extravaganza. Extravaganza. Oh that will be released soon, but please tune in and you might see special guests, including the Chill Spot podcast. Yes. So yes. tune into that. Super exciting. Look out for those details. Yes. And you guys, just remember, when life looks a little cloudy, the sun will always come back. This was a Brain Freeze podcast.